Network for Wednesday, December 29th. My name is Cecil Peters and I will go over all the games today, a day where we are finally back to having a decent sized NHL slate. It was originally supposed to be 11 games, but we're down to seven. Seven games right now feels like it might as well be 15. I'm used to two games, three games, four games at the most, so seven feels amazing. Let's hope we can get them all in. It looks like they all should be good to go. Some COVID issues, of course, in every game, but nothing that seems to be too major. Before we get started, if you could toss the show a like wherever you are listening, subscribe wherever you're listening or watching if you haven't already. And all, as always, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment with how you did last night. Let's just get on to the games. First game of the night, the New Jersey Devils minus 120 at Buffalo to play the Sabres. Sabres are plus 100 on the money line here as I record this the day before. It's really a shame that DJ's not doing the show today. Obviously, we all know he's a big Sabres fan. He'd probably go on about this game for 20, 25 minutes. So maybe it's actually a good thing that he's not doing this game because that would take up all the time. But you know what? In his honor, I'm going to try to go over the exciting game for the Buffalo Sabres here because there's actually a lot to look forward to for Sabres fans. This is a huge game for them. I'm sure he's pumped. The Sabres are rolling right now. I loved how they were playing before the break, getting awesome goaltending from Uka Pakalukinen getting some call, some solid contributions from Rasmus Dalin on the blue line. First line was playing pretty well up front. With all that said, all the excitement for this game is really based on the future, based on some players that haven't played for them yet. Alex Tuck making his Sabres debut. Obviously, he was one of the main points of the Jack Eichel trade. In my opinion, he is immediately the best forward on their roster. He was a third liner in Vegas, but he was kind of one of those utility guys could play on the first line, second line, third line. Wherever they needed him to fill in, he could do so. As a full-time first-line winger, I think that Alex Tuck is going to be awesome for Buffalo. That's number one. Number two, J.J. Paterka, going to be playing on his line. One of the Sabres' top prospects. Called them, he called him up from Rochester before the game with some of the COVID absences. is a great prospect. Giving him a chance to shine on this top line with Tuck and Tage Thompson is a great call. I'm very excited to see how they play. And number three, they also called up Peyton Krebs. They do have a few absences with COVID, so they had to call up some players. Peyton Krebs was the other main focal point of the Jack Eichel trade with Vegas. He's going to be centering the third line tonight, it looks like. Krebs is a fantastic prospect. He did play a few NHL games for Vegas, but this really feels like his NHL debut on the team that he's going to be playing for for the foreseeable future. So a huge night for the Sabres, huge night for their fans. They're playing New Jersey. doesn't even matter who they're playing. I'm taking the Buffalo Sabres at home. Crowd should be wild. Lots to look forward to. I really think the Sabres are going to pull one out here at plus 100. The opponent's irrelevant, but it is the New Jersey Devils who are going to face the brunt of the Buffalo Sabres attack. Next game, the New York Rangers plus 135 in Florida. Panthers minus 155. I really like the Panthers here. Jonathan Huberto is the big question mark. He didn't practice yesterday. I'm not 100% sure why not or if he's going to be back in the lineup. They are so deep that it's not a huge deal to me, especially on a one-game basis. Barkov, Carter Verhage, Anthony DeClaire all seem to be back on the first line. Sam Reinhardt, Sam Bennett on the second line. Whether or not Jonathan Huberto is with them, not a huge deal to me. The biggest challenge for the Panthers is facing Igor Shosturkin for the Rangers. I think he's going to be back and playing in this game. He is a beast, but Florida on home ice has been such a lock all year long. Super deep, not a ton of COVID issues. Poprovsky and Net, they're all fired up to play. Should be a great game, but I like the Florida Panthers here at minus 155. Next game is with a team that has been a big moneymaker for us lately, the Nashville Predators. Been betting on them a ton at plus money lately. 
plus 125 here in Washington. Washington minus 145. Plus 125, a team that's been winning a ton, and they get a bunch of players back from COVID protocol. You would think that'd be a slam dunk bet on the Predators, but unfortunately, Captain Roman Yossi, the best player by far, has entered the protocol. So for me, losing Yossi is more important than getting back Granlund, Johansson, Duchesne, all those guys that can come back. The loss of Yossi is, is bigger than all of that. He's their best player by far. Plays 26, 27 minutes a night. Takes a ton of shots. So without Yossi, no interest in betting on the Nashville Predators. Washington, they do have a bunch of COVID absences, but nobody's serious. In fact, this is probably the healthiest their forwards have been all year. Main point is that Nicholas Backstrom, Evgeny Kuznetsov, their top two centers for the first time all year are both playing in a game. Fingers crossed as long as nothing comes up before game time. Ovechkin obviously playing. Tom Wilson's back from injury. Not sure what the situation with TJ Oshie is. I can't remember if he's going to be back for this game or not yet. But we got John Carlson still on the back end. So Washington looking good. They've been rolling and they're finally getting healthier. I like the Capitals here at minus 145 to beat the Nashville Predators. Next game is in Long Island. Next game is in St. Louis. The St. Louis Blues minus 130. Home favorites over the Oilers who are plus 110. I love seeing Edmonton outed as complete frauds lately. They lost a ton of games on home ice. They finally won a couple before the break. Honestly, COVID issues aren't really a thing for the Edmonton Oilers unless it affects Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. That's basically the whole team. Everybody else could have COVID and it wouldn't make a single difference because it's, their whole entire game plan is based around those two guys. Both are playing tonight, so as per usual, they will have a chance to win. St. Louis, as weird as it sounds to say right now, they're as close to healthy as they've been in a long time. David Perron's back. He's on the top line with Saad and Ryan O'Reilly. Ivan Barbashev's the biggest loss. He's been playing great with Buchnevich and Tarasenko. Robert Thomas will probably slot in between those guys, which they've played together this year and had success. So I'm not too worried about the scoring for St. Louis. Should be a ton of chances against Edmonton here. So I think St. Louis puts up a ton of goals. As long as they can keep McDavid and Dreisaitl three or less, they should win this game. Love the Blues here. Next game, we got the Philadelphia Flyers, plus 115 in Seattle. Seattle minus 135. I mean, you know plus money against the Kraken always plays. Philly playing the best they have all year at the moment. Unfortunately, Carter Hart and perhaps more importantly, Sean Couturier lead the list of COVID absences, so I don't know for sure if I can pull the trigger on this bet. If they are to win, Claude Drew and Cam Atkinson will have to lead the way. They're on the first line right now. They were really buzzing before Christmas. Atkinson had a hat trick. Drew's been playing really well all season long. So I do have confidence that Philly can keep scoring. Seattle's top line of Jared McCann, uh, Jaden Schwartz, and Jordan Eberle remains intact. And that's really the only scoring threat that the Kraken have. With that being said, I'm going to think long and hard about betting the Flyers here. Just because the plus money against Seattle has been so good to us all year. The best bet is probably a Jared McCann shot prop. Before the break, he was hitting over 2.5 every single night. It was plus money every single night. If the books haven't adjusted yet and they leave it at plus money, that's a slam dunk bet. Even at minus 110, 120, it's still a great bet. Martin Jones and Net gives me a bit of pause, but I am thinking hard about betting the Flyers on the money line just because of the, mo the momentum that they have. Last game of the night is in Anaheim. At the Vancouver Canucks plus 115. Anaheim slight home favorites at minus 135. I think Anaheim's just sitting at home waiting and ready to serve the Canucks their first loss under new coach Bruce Boudreaux. Both teams are about as unaffected as you can be at this point with COVID. No significant players missing on either side. 
Trevor Zegras continues to pile up points at home playing with Ricard Raquel and Sonny Milano. They get put in a ton of better situations at home. Their coach is able to get them on the ice in the offensive zone. Vancouver doesn't have a ton of depth on defense, so I think they'll take advantage of that, get Zegras out as much as possible against the bottom pairing of the Canucks, and I think he's going to score a ton that way. Love the fact that he can just feast on the Canucks bottom pairing here tonight. Beyond his line, we got the Troy Terry Ryan Getzlaff duo. Kind of had a rotating cast of wingers lately. Maxime Quantois and Sam Steele, the two most recent wingers who played on that line, are both out with COVID right now. Adam Henrique doesn't seem to be back from his injury yet. I really love that line with Henrique, but if he can't play, looks like Nick Deloria will get a shot on there. Kind of limits the offense of that line, but I do like the combo of Getzlaff and Terry. They've been playing awesome all year. Really, I think the only hope for Vancouver here is that they can pile up a ton of goals. Not sure who Anaheim's going to in that. John Gibson came back from injury before the break and gave up six to the Coyotes, so I don't love Gibson right now. Anthony Stollers as backup has been much better. I really hope that they play him. If they play Stollers, that's a huge plus for me. He's just been playing better than Gibson right now. Seems fully healthy. Seems good to go. Massive, massive goaltender. On a hot streak. He's the guy who I want them to play, but I think they're probably going to go Gibson. But if I see Stollers get the start, I'm definitely betting on the Ducks here. Just to take advantage of Vancouver. Yes, they're on a hot streak. They haven't lost under, under Bruce Boudreau, but they had their momentum stopped at the holiday break. So I do think that they could see a big loss here against the Ducks. That's it for the day. It seems surreal to have a full seven on the docket, but I will gladly take it. Favorite money line bets for the day are the Sabres at plus 100. Panthers minus 155, Blues minus 130, and Ducks at minus 135. And then, of course, looking long and hard at the Philadelphia plus money as well in Seattle. Couple to score props as I just ripped through the games here quickly. Alex Tuck and Buffalo talked about him off the top of the show. I love how Alex Tuck plays. He's going to be pumped. He is from Buffalo. He's a Buffalo guy. He's going to be absolutely amped. His shot prop, if you can find one, his to score prop, huge tonight. On the Florida-New York Rangers game, probably Duclair Verhage for a to-score prop. Better odds than Alexander Barkov. Barkov's the center. He's the playmaker on that line. Verhage or Duclair both seem more likely to score to me. Alex Ovechkin scores almost every game. You know he's going to have six or seven shots. He was shooting a ton before the break. I think with some of the players back, he's going to be shooting a little bit less because he doesn't have to do everything. But Alex Ovechkin to score is always a good bet. Robbie Fabry in Detroit to score. St. Louis game. I'm going to lean towards David Perron. St. Louis is always hard to pick which line does well. Pavel Buchnevich has been playing well lately, but Perron, O'Reilly, and Saad have been a great line when they get to play together. They haven't played together a ton this year with injuries to all three of them. Finally back together. I love that line for DraftKings. I love Perron for the Discord prop. Cam Atkinson in Philly. And then in Anaheim, we'll take Troy Terry and or Trevor Seagrass to score. So if you're looking for some to score props, those are the guys that I'm looking at to get goals. Also interested in those guys on DraftKings as well. That's all I got for you today. Enjoy the night. Good luck with all your bets. Jake and DJ will take you through the rest of the week, and I will see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you.